And welcome back to my cozy corner of the internet. I'm Maya Starr and today we have another unscripted video. This week it's going to be all about oceanic energy and dolphins and the Dolphin Rainbow Chakra Healing Course and we'll see where it takes us. I haven't even got any questions handy for this one so I'm just going to be winging it completely. I've got a few notes but I'm leaving it open-ended as usual so we can meander around the topic, see what comes up and you can tag along with me and see if any of this vibes with you. So the Dolphin Rainbow Chakra Healing Course is one of the courses that comes under the category of the Lemurian and Oceanic Energies course category menu on the website. Um, so that's on myastar.net but if you go to the um, top where you click on the courses it will have links there for all the different categories in alphabetical order so you'll be looking for Lemurian and Oceanic and the energy for this course is obviously from the dolphins so if you feel connected to dolphins as a totem spirit or if you are connected with Lemurian energy, if you feel drawn to energies like the Lemurian facilitator, Lemurian indigo connections, Amara Omni Empowerment or Rainbow Sequence Healing or any of the Wheel of Light starseed activations which were channeled through the Lemurian goddess Amara. These energies are in a similar category. Those drawn to water energies tend to have high intuition and also tend to be excellent at healing and very empathic. Um, in their healing practice although it's something you need to work on with yourself so if you're one of those people who identifies as an empath and is able to tune into other people's energy but you tend to not tune into your own energy or you tend to extend your patience and kindness to other people but you don't do the same for yourself, then this might be the perfect course for you at the moment because I've always found these energies are particularly powerful for self-care rituals, connection with the inner child in order to heal from childhood trauma or from just difficult experiences in childhood that you haven't resolved or experiences that you've been disconnected from where you've avoided getting into those emotions by connecting with dolphin energy you are able to go into those experiences but with the intention of providing yourself with the healing and the creating a sacred space for yourself 
to healing and take time to reflect in. So, in a way, the dolphins can teach you how to parent yourself as an adult in order to address your specific needs and progress your healing journey effectively. I really think that it all begins with self-love. Uh, until you get on board with that, you're going to be lacking something because any of your healing practices won't be fully grounded because those energies are not reflected in your own energy field as they will be when you have progressed your healing journey and dealt with the stuff that's holding you back and the things that limit your energetic expression. So as you progress on this path, you'll find that things fall into place for you um, a lot more easily and your intuition is extended so that you find guidance in the normal daily mundane experiences of life and without having to get out your tarot cards or pull an oracle card or investigate it you're, you're just open to the promptings of the energetic reality and you're able to pick them up and translate them so that you can put them into actions that allow your life to come into alignment with your spiritual life. So your mundane life and your spiritual life don't stay separated. They become integrated over time and you're able to express more of your divinity in your life, which really is just sharing your magic with the world and at Maya Star that's what I'm in the business of teaching you how to share your magic with the world how to discover what's going on inside you and how to achieve your highest spiritual potential using energy healing as your spiritual practice or as part of your spiritual practice because it combines so well with other practices. So let's talk a bit more about dolphin energy and what it means to me because the reason I felt really called to this energy at the moment is because I'm composing music and when I'm working on creating music to express energetic light codes, the most important thing for me is to connect with the sound on an intuitive level so I am very much centered in water energy when I'm completing that work and because I've dedicated myself to this practice for this year of creating new meditations each week I'm having to spend a lot of time with that energy and I find it extremely powerful to connect with dolphin energy but also with the Lemurian energy because the way I organize the temple is that the different I use different tarot archetypes to represent the different energies I work with they're also aligned with the ancient Norse runes but there are 24 runes and there are 78 tarot cards so 
As you can imagine, there's a little bit of shuffling around the, the way I organize the correspondences that work for me. But this energy, when I'm connecting with dolphin energy, I'm centered on the Queen of Cups. And the Queen of Cups energy, I also align with the High Priestess energy. And if you're familiar with the runes, and for the runic energy in this shrine within the temple, I'm looking at the rune Perthro. Now, there are many meanings for all of these correspondences, but at the moment, obviously, I will be talking about them in relation to the Dolphin Rainbow Chakra Healing Course. And for me, these energies are about connecting with the Great Mother Goddess, who for me usually comes to me in the form of the Lemurian Goddess Mara. And she shares a lot of the attributes of the Nigerian Goddess Yamaya, who is a depicted as a mermaid and is considered the mother of all people. So you may want to think of her as sort of like a great mother in the like Mother Mary or Kuan Yin and other reflections of the great mother from different locations around the world and at different times. But she's usually associated with the moon usually there are very few examples where she's associated with the sun but generally speaking the great mother goddess is associated with lunar energy and with the element of water with the ocean and she's not only connected to the physical ocean but she's connected with the ocean of the unconscious which is often depicted as a great sea. And when we're thinking about the unconscious, we're really talking about the energetic reality that underpins our reality and which is reflected through our physical reality. So we can access the energy around us by engaging with our physical environment that's a, a way you can look at the importance of energy work rather than seeing it as something very separate from real life you can understand how vital it is to all things when you recognize that everything you see represented in physical reality also enjoys an energetic reality and on that level Things are more comprehensive, they are more complete and they are much more interconnected than we experience in our day-to-day -day lives. While we're in normal consciousness, we don't really pick up on those connections so much. But as you work with different energy healing practices and build on to your normal, regular, spiritual practice, whatever it is, meditation, yoga, personal ritual work, you gain access to different levels of consciousness. And in some of those levels of consciousness, you are better able to perceive that interconnectedness that is always there, 
but not always perceived. So that's what you're working towards while you're progressing your spiritual path and your ascension journey so that you can fully ground your spiritual aspects, your higher spiritual being and your higher levels of consciousness don't mean anything at all unless you can ground them by integrating them into your physical body and using that energy to change your life, using the power and inspiration that you find when you're connecting with different energies, channeling it into your habits and routines and allowing it to inform your goals and ambitions so that gradually your day-to-day life and your mundane mundane reality moves towards something that's much more spiritually nourishing for you and you feel more at home in your own life rather than like you're just going along with what other people tell you you should do or what you think is expected of you and trying to do what you think is the right thing but which might not be the right thing for you so this is a if you any of this rings a bell with you this might be an interesting course for you to look at and another aspect of this energy that i wanted to discuss was the mermaid aspect if you feel drawn to mermaids and i think a lot of us do i mean who doesn't want to be a mermaid that i don't don't think there are many girls that grew up not wanting to be a mermaid but Assuming you are one of the girls that grew up wanting to be a mermaid, connecting with these energies can help you to tap into that light-heartedness, the magic that you used to express in your imagination as you, as you tapped into those vibes. So, if you do feel drawn to mermaids, mermaid energy, the Lemurians, then this is going to be an excellent way for you to increase your alignment with those frequencies and bring them into your life more. And as we said, that's great for your intuition. It's great for your self-healing. It's great for your spiritual practice. It can help you to achieve other states of consciousness that will help you to progress your spiritual path and enrich your day-to-day life. And it will help you to increase your intuition. And by increasing your intuition, you may have more vivid dreams. You may sometimes have visions too that give you insight into what's coming up for you and the energies that you can tap into. The universe will provide you with guidance through your intuition. And expanding your intuition also expands your imagination and that can really fuel your creativity. So if you are involved in any kind of creative work, whether it's writing, dance, any of the arts, magic, magic is an art, writing poetry or painting, whatever it is, Connecting with your intuition and exploring that, expanding your intuition will help you in your creative work. 
not just to come up with ideas you'd be surprised at how you you just you get clarity a new sort of clarity and you know what you want to create you already know where you're heading and you don't feel so daunted you know when you sit down with a blank page and you're like now what don't know I didn't have an idea I just but yeah that doesn't happen so often you um you you find that things flow a lot more well I think things flow a lot more easily not only when your intuition is enhanced but just when you're working with the element of water it's it is a very go with the flow type of energy and another thing that I do when I when I'm trying to connect with that kind of energy is develop a bath ritual for the purpose and if that's something that you uh, would like to learn how to do it's quite simple and it really the most important thing is that you take things into your rituals that mean something to you so doing what I do wouldn't work for you but I don't mind outlining some of my personal rituals because I feel like it inspires other people to think of what would work for them so when I'm connecting with this energy I tend to take extremely long baths where I spend the time either working on a particular visualization or sometimes doing spells although I leave it open-ended I have some idea of what order I want to do things in and then I prepare the bath I add salt um, a lot of salt in the water and I add milk the milk in the bath can soften your skin but it can also soothe your skin because it's high in calcium which is very soothing and um, it also has lactic acid which can help to remove dead skin cells so then you don't have to worry about your skin drying out because you've been in the bath too long performing rituals the other thing is I have candles in the bathroom for this purpose but because I find that if I've got candles that like scented candles burning for too long it can irritate my throat I buy vegetable oil candles and I think they're better than the paraffin wax ones because the paraffin wax ones burn with a hotter flame and it's a brighter flame and because I've, I've got photosensitivity which can trigger seizures so I have to be a bit careful um, and I find the light from the vegetable wax candles is less bright and less flickery so it, it's a bit more user friendly for me it doesn't catch in my throat like some of the other candles do so and finally I always take in a bottle of perfume which I choose based on the way I categorize them I I categorize my I've got a huge perfume collection but I categorize them based on those same um, associations with the runes in the tarot so that whatever I'm planning to do I will be able to select a perfume that will tie those elements together and because I've been working like that for the last 35 years I've got quite a um, catalogue of correspondences held within my mind but also within my energy field so 
for me, that's a very powerful practice. It wouldn't necessarily be for other people. But the reason I've gravitated gradually towards perfume over incense is again because at certain times of the year, it can just be distracting to have something irritating my throat anytime my hay fever's bad. Whereas if it's perfume, it doesn't seem to do that. So, so those are the basic things that I've put together for my bath rituals. So you might have, want to consider some of those ideas in developing your own. And with the way that I set that up, the for me, the bath itself represents like a cauldron. So I have the elements represented all around and that makes a great start for a ritual for me. Now often there will be other things that I do in the lead up or things that I do after the, the ritual's concluded, depending on what I'm actually doing that day. So there may also be um, musical instruments that I'm going to be using. And I also take my crystals and things. So there, there are certain tools that I have that I take into the bathroom for certain types of spells. And then one of the rituals that I perform is when I want to connect with my creative energy. You may have noticed my hair. It's very, very long. It's very, very red. And I look a bit like a pre-Raphaelite because I do identify as a pre-Raphaelite. And the pre-Raphaelites were a group of artists back in Victorian England who liked to paint the natural world and they really changed the style of art that was popular at the time. They also made long red hair extremely popular and the way the pre-Raphaelite models would get their hair red was to use henna which is what I use on my hair. So when I'm hennering my hair, I consider that part of my rituals for creativity. So if you've never heard of it, henna is a grass and when it's dried out, it, it goes sort of green color, like you would expect a grass to go. And when you mix it with water, the dye inside the grass is released and it comes out the sort of red colour, orangey red, that then oxidises into the colour my hair is. So every couple of weeks, I, I mix up that grass powder with some water and put it on my head and leave it for a few hours before I wash it out and it makes my hair go this colour. But it has other benefits, it's really good for conditioning your hair, makes it really shiny as well. And when I'm mixing my henna, I always add patchouli oil because certain oils contain certain chemicals that allow the dye to be released and to oxidise more quickly so that you get a deeper red colour like mine and less of an orangey colour and I also add argan oil which not only helps to condition my hair but it also helps me to wash out the henna powder because 
that can be quite that can be time consuming if you see how thick my hair is then you can imagine it's it you've put mud it's you're essentially putting mud into your hair you can imagine what it would be like to try and wash mud out of your hair and so it's easier if I put oil in with it so for me just that practice of redoing my hair every two weeks becomes part of my own bath time ritual and it's very much centered around mermaid energy in a way I suppose because the pre-Raphaelites did paint a lot of mermaids so I suppose yeah I could say that it was that it that it is a ritual that connects with that mermaid energy as well and although I think of it as a ritual for connecting with my creativity and therefore associate it with the Queen of Cups energy and uh, the energies we're talking about today. I mean, you could place that, you could place this ritual elsewhere with it, with your own associations, of course. But for me, it, it becomes something that I do when I want to think about my next project. What am I going to put my energy into? And uh, opening myself up for inspiration. So sort of taking a spa day I suppose I take a spa day and come up with my ideas and then I'm able to put everything into practice so yeah that's something you could do with the dolphin rainbow chakra healing attunement course develop your own bath time ritual for working with the energy I think that would be a really good way to do it and obviously you don't need to mess about with your hair the way I do but if you want to mess about with your usual beauty rituals all rituals are what you make them so you might think it's a bit frivolous and a bit superficial well it might be for you but it doesn't have to be you can turn the ordinances of your daily routine into little acts of self-care and little acts of magic so none of this time has to be wasted and even when I'm doing something as irritating as putting mud in my hair and washing it out I managed to make it something sacred for myself so yeah I hope that will inspire you to come up with ideas if you've seen how much hair I've got right imagine how heavy it is when I cover it in mud it weighs a ton and then I've got to walk around with it like that for a few hours so you know it's a bit it could be a bit of a trial you could really that could seem like a real chore but because I use it I use the time to um, focus on my creativity and whatever projects I'm doing or whatever projects I'm opening myself up for next it seems like the perfect ritual which keeps me doing it and also keeps my mind centered around that pre-Raphaelite vibe which is no bad thing Right, now I need to refer to my notes. Let me check. Also, I think I sorted out the lighting a little bit better, so I think I can actually put my glasses on without without blinding you with the glare of all the light. So, yeah, I think that's going to work quite well. Another thing that I wanted to bring up, and this is a little bit, this one's a little bit off topic in a way, but there's a Barbie film coming out. I'm not sure when. It might even be out for all I know. I don't really stay on top of things. But I used to really used to. I, it's not that I used to. I absolutely love the Barbie films, the cartoons. And there are some of those. Uh, a lot of those actually have mermaids in them. So 
if you if you enjoy the the mermaid aesthetics the uh which one is it barbie and a mermaid tale yeah it's really i can't really say it's really good i really enjoy it that's what i can say i can't tell it oh it's a very important piece of literature no it's not that but it's real fun and uh obviously because it's that same sort of mermaidy energy and because the barbie film's going to be coming out soon or has recently come out it does bring to mind the sort of pink and pretty mermaid energy which again i think is very nourishing for the inner child so that's another association that i came up with and i wanted to think about that a bit more because it did make me consider the fact that Barbie is an interesting character. I wondered what it was about Barbie that made those dolls more approachable for me. And I think it was because when you're playing with a Barbie doll, you're imagining yourself. You're thinking about the possibilities for yourself. You're thinking about how you can become more than you are. And you're using the idea, the archetypal Barbie character as a template that you can sort of expand into. Like you don't, you look at the, you look at the Barbie character and you see what elements you could expand within yourself. Now I don't think we, as children, I don't think we think about it that deeply, but I think as adults it an interesting way to look at it if you want to consider um, doing some inner child healing I think it's worth reflecting on the Barbie character and how you used to aspire to it or it doesn't have to be Barbie obviously it could be any character where you aspired to express yourself in a more authentic way by contemplating that image and you know it could be it really could be anything that inspired you but I'm I brought up the Barbie thing because of the uh, mermaid energy but I think it can be a useful symbol to focus on when you're doing that kind of work in yourself so when you're doing inner child work that might be something to consider the use of dolls as a focus for your meditation to look at yourself and think about how you've changed what you wanted to become what you have become in the areas in which you exceeded your expectations and the way your values changed the way your goals changed I, I think using a symbol like Barbie would be quite useful because films come out regularly and she's not going anywhere so it's something that you can continue to experience throughout your life like you knew Barbie when you were a kid and then when you were a teenager you probably looked at people who had a lot of plastic surgery and thought well they're trying to look like Barbie and then you get older still and perhaps you start watching the uh, cartoons on Netflix and thinking oh yeah this was quite good actually <laughs> this was surprisingly good I thought it was just going to be a marketing scam or something but it, it turned out to be quite entertaining 
Um, and then you can get older seal and use the Barbie that's been sort of ever present but in the back of your mind as a way to reflect on your own progress and reflect on your ambitions and your self-healing work and also dolls in general I think are useful for inner child healing but I feel like I wanted to recommend like considering the Barbie archetype if you don't feel drawn to baby dolls because uh, you know I, I do feel like they're a bit overrepresented when it comes to dolls but if you wanted to like if you wanted to connect with yourself as a baby then using a doll that looked like a baby might be better but yeah thinking that if you were just using it as an ongoing meditation where you could keep checking back in from time to time and seeing how things develop, then I think that Barbie would be a good one because she's present with for other people as well. And it's like um, a little bit, to me, it's a little bit like when you look at the royal family, they're just, well, they're just there is the thing they're just there and because it's a continuous thing and it, and it goes on and on and it evolves and maybe the characters change a little bit but there's still a lot of um, things that stay the same so it stays relatable it still means something to you um, like I, don't, I don't see anyone going oh I went right off Barbie they made her boobs a bit smaller and her uh, waist a little bit bigger I went right off her she stopped being cool then that doesn't happen people are just interested to see how she evolves over the years so I, I think that you could consider Barbie quite a useful archetype unless you absolutely hate pink okay well that's sort of pretty much it and so the other updates the only other updates now obviously we've just talked about the course that's on the special offer that's going to be on the special offer for the next seven days um at the time this video is released and on wednesday this coming wednesday the meditation track to accompany this energy will be released and i'm currently working on it but it's pretty much nearly finished and I think you're going to really like it. I've tried to create some dolphin-like sounds. I've also used a couple of new instruments, including the Helix and the Galaxy on it. So it's got some very um, mystical sounds um, coming through on there. And... I'm definitely going to recommend the mix where it has the ocean waves in the background. Not only for noise cancelling purposes, but also because that version is going to reflect the oceanic dolphin energies the best, in my opinion, by far. I will, I will make the other mixes like I usually do. Um, so you can pick the one that you like best, but I'm going to recommend the Oceanic, the Ocean Waves mix. Also, at the time of you watching this, that track will already be out on Spotify, on my um, artist page on Spotify. So you can find it there. You can also find it on YouTube Music or whatever your favorite music app is. You'll also find the... 12-hour um, looped live streams on the lives tab on the Maya Star YouTube channel 
where I loop one of the new tracks and put it with a, a little animation that runs overnight and in the morning YouTube crops it down to a 12 hour video and then they stay on the lives tab so they, they're useful for background music useful for if you want to play them while you're sleeping so it's going to be the you know it's going to be the same track at the same volume throughout you're not going to be woken up by something suddenly changing and it also makes good background music for when you're working reading relaxing doing yoga meditating or in my case I tend to listen to my own music when I'm doing certain types of work like when I'm scheduling all the social media and things where it takes a lot of focus there's only certain music I can listen to while I'm doing that and my music is some of that music so yeah that's a, another thing you can do with my music releases but yeah check out the YouTube channel find me on your music apps follow the podcast on Spotify if you wouldn't mind doing that even if you don't watch it on Spotify if you follow it on Spotify then Spotify will recommend my work to other people and the same goes for YouTube if you're listening to this on Spotify but you can go over to YouTube and subscribe to the channel on there even if you're not intending to watch my videos on there you will get the updates and things for example the daily muses posts go out on the uh, community tab on youtube and uh, that gives you a little daily dose of feeling good so do that that's everything we've got to cover for this week and i hope you've enjoyed spending your time with me here today on another meandering discussion covering bits and pieces and keeping you generally up to date with what's going on in my crazy little mind and I hope to see you back here next week. So in the meantime, I wish you peace, prosperity and progress in all you do. With blessings.